Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. You know, one of the worst things that can happen if you're a sports fan is to look up at the television and see a replay of a match that your team lost. It's absolutely... <laughs> what are you watching right now, Michael? <laughs> well, I'm looking up at the TV, Barry, and there's a replay of the Zimbabwe cricket match oh, versus crumbs. the Netherlands. And uh, that's the last thing that we want to be watching again and again and again, simply because the Chevrons lost, and with that, it snuffed out their chances of reaching the semi-finals of the T20 World Cup and that of course following a five-wicket defeat to the Dutch side in a Group 2 Super 12 match that was played in Adelaide, Australia this morning. That is our lead story on Zimbabwe's lead sports show. My name is Mike Madoda. Good evening, Zimbabwe. Welcome to it. And tonight, it's another two-pronged strike force. Barry and Mike and the man pulling the strings in midfield, making everything happen and making us tick is our producer, Sean Tafirini. You can also expect some international sports news where we go stateside. Legendary quarterback Tom Brady has opened up about his divorce from his wife of 13 years, saying that he's focusing on his family and football in the midst of a very amicable solution. We ask the question, has it ever worked out in the world of sport? These so-called power couples, does it work? Zimbabwe has its own. I think uh, Ezra Nyandoro married uh, the Mighty Warriors captain. Mm, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah um, he's made it work. He's made I think it work. Four yeah. children. Yeah. Now. He's now residing in Centurion, uh, Pretoria. Yeah. Things are ticking along very I think, nicely. Uh, for him. Didn't uh, Donald Tirubano? I think uh, Sean will have to confirm for us. He's also got a high fly as well. I think so. Yeah, he's 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 also married a, a cricketer. I think uh, they're both cricketers. In fact. They're both cricketers. Both play for. They're making it work. Yeah. Hopefully, they're making it work. Hopefully, exactly. They're making. We haven't heard anything, so uh, they're making it work. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be asking that question. Do the power pro, uh, couples always work? Serena Williams, I think, is uh, making it work. Uh, she's married to a very wealthy guy, I think, yeah, yeah, uh, who yeah. started tech one of these uh, yeah. tech billionaire. Mm. She's it. making it work. Uh, they've got a daughter. And uh, so far, we haven't heard any scandal. Uh, not to say that it's not going to come out in the future, but uh, so far, it seems to be working. Get in touch with us with your views on 0731-168-045. Today is Wacky Wednesday. And we'll also take you around the world in 60 with more international sports news with updates from Cardiff in Wales, London as well as Texas. In the beautiful game we zone in on the UEFA Champions League where Tottenham captain Hugo Lloris believe Spurs showed great personality in their victory against Marseille even though he conceded his side feared losing in the second half in tonight's action AC Milan only need a draw to progress to the knockout stages when they face Red Bull Salzburg at the San Siro and Juventus round off a doomed Champions League campaign uh, with uh, when they tackle Paris Saint-Germain who are seeking to cement top spot in Group H.
Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. It is ZFM Sport on a wacky Wednesday, and we want you to be a part of the show. Send us your messages on 0731168045. That number again, and slowly, 0731168045. We're also on Twitter and Facebook, where you can follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. Now, ZFM Sport available as a podcast on your favorite platforms Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Simply search for ZFM Sport and subscribe. Before we get into the cricket, let's give you a local sports news roundup where swimming, squash, and football make the headlines. The Home Front Local Sports News and Analysis. I suppose local sports news roundup starts with swimming news. Zimbabwe's swimming team has ramped up preparations for the 16th FINA World Swimming Championships, which will be held in Australia next month. The championships will be staged in Melbourne from the 13th to the 18th of December uh, with the United Kingdom-based Liam Davis, Donata Katai, South African-based Liam O'Hara and Nomvulam Jimba having been selected to represent the country. In squash news, Kenya became the first team to arrive in the country ahead of the Squash Federation of Africa senior championships set for Wulayo on Saturday. Uh, 14 countries will compete in the tournament that makes a return after nine years. Wrap it up with football news. Now, Felton Kamam was fired. Zifa executive has claimed that the audit report on the association's finances compiled by BDO chartered accountants exonerates them from any wrongdoing. Lawyers representing uh, the suspended board members argue that since the draft forensic audit report acknowledges there were no government funds stolen and that Zifa is an independent private entity, this exonerates them from the alleged misappropriation of public funds. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Right, as Zimbabwe's hopes of reaching the semi-finals of the T20 World Cup effectively evaporated following the Chevron's five-wicket defeat to the Netherlands in a Group 2 Super 12 match in Adelaide this morning. Craig Irvine's team fancied a top-two place in the group after stunning former champions Pakistan but were virtually eliminated after slipping to fourth place behind the proteas of South Africa, India as well as Bangladesh. The tail off the tape, the scorecard for Zimbabwe versus the Dutch. I can tell you it was not a good outing for the Chevrons. Bowled out for 117. Sikander Raza, a valiant 40 in vain. Sean Williams, 28, never good enough. And the pick of the bowlers for the Dutch, Paul Van Meeken, who snared 3 for 29 and debashed the leader 2 for 14. And then the Dutch cantering to a famous five-wicket victory. Max O'Dowd, 52. Tom Cooper, 32. Richard Ngar- Garava tried, but in vain. He picked up 2 for 18 and blessing Muzarabani 2 for 23. But in the end, Zimbabwe failing to beat a side that we expected to beat. Let's hear from Zimbabwe coach Dave Houghton, who says the Chevrons didn't put enough runs on the board. You know, we've been quite fragile with our batting throughout this tournament and it's been our bowling really and fielding catching that's kept us in it. Um, and unfortunately, it's let us down in a game like this, which would have been huge if we'd won it for us, because we'd go into the next game with just that outside possibility. But um, 
You know, since I've been in charge of the side, just the last four and a half months, we've had an incredible journey and we've played some really good cricket. And this is probably the first time that I've seen a bit of doubt creep into our game. So hopefully it'll be the last time for the, for a while as well. When you say doubt, was that, uh, I guess, what was hanging on the result? Was that a factor, do you think? I, I, th I think so. I think, you know, we just got a little bit in front of ourselves thinking of what the possibilities might be. But one of the things that I've tried to encourage through the team um, even if our batting is a bit fragile, is to still be positive and play with fearless, fearlessness, you know. So there was a bit of movement in that wicket and we needed to do something about it. We needed to be batting a bit more positively, using our feet going down the wicket at the seamers, and we didn't. Those seeds of doubt just kept us stuck to the crease and um, unfortunately it cost us. Well, the biggest positive for me is, if, you know, we started four months ago in Bulawayo, still having to qualify to even be here in the first place. So that was a tough little tournament for us as well, and we won it quite convincingly. Then we had to come here and qualify again to get into the next phase. So, you know, we won through two tough qualifying tournaments and played in, under extreme pressure at times, even though they were against lesser sides. But got ourselves to this stage, and, you know, if you told me in June when I started that we'd end up being sort of two games away about, with the possibility of getting to a semi-final, I would have bitten your hand off for it, but um, it's been a positive journey for us all the way through. And you know, it's just pretty for us today that we chose this game to actually have our worst game. But you know, all credit to Holland; they bowled fantastically well at us. As the Marble Cricket coach and, of course, our former captain, Dave Halton, speaking to the media there, uh, trying to uh, put a bit of perspective, Barry, uh, on the performance of the Chevrons, not just in this match, but in the tournament and in the lead-up to the tournament. Uh, but there's also no hide, not, not hide in the fact that he sounds very disappointed because Zimbabwe, in the last two matches, this game versus the Dutch and in the previous game versus Bangladesh, we have lost matches where we were expecting to do better. Yeah, certainly, and uh, I think in the Bangladeshi uh, instance, you could see that. Listen, we were we were a lot better than the result uh, communicated. So losing it by three runs was was uh, uh, just showing us that we didn't put enough. Uh, we didn't fight hard enough. Had we had got a bit more uh, out of our batters, uh, even just in the middle order, um, Araza just giving us five more runs, we would have won that game. But now on to today. But, but surely this was a grand opportunity <laughs> to right that wrong. It was, and it to was. make things better. It was, and that's why I nodded so vociferously uh, when um, uh, Davy Harden talked about the fact that uh, it was a mentality issue. And I think that uh, there was a lot on this game, but we got ahead of ourselves, uh, just like Dave Harden said, whereby we thought just by showing up, we would win the match. Uh, and I think we looked at where we've come from, the journey we've been on, and thought to ourselves, Netherlands can't stand up to us, so we, we, should, we'll, we, we just get there, we'll be able to do the business. And the batting shows you. Only two players, Mike, in double figures. That's yeah. uh, uh, Sean Williams and Skander Raza. Sean Williams at 28, Skander Raza 40. The captain faces 12 deliveries, scores three. Let's, let's talk about that batting performance, Barry, uh, because uh, it starts off in the worst possible way uh, with uh, Wesley Madere. Uh, he's bowled uh, for one yeah. uh, in the second over by, of course, uh, Paul Van Meeken, who had a very good game uh, with, the, with, with, with the white ball sure. uh, for the Dutch side. But not just in this game, in the game versus Bangladesh yep. in the game versus South Africa we have been exposed for our inability to play good seam bowling yeah and and 
and that is a, a, a massive problem. Um, my challenge is that we we saw this. Um, we saw this some time ago. We saw that we can't play spin. We saw that when we face express pace, we come, become very uncomfortable. Uh, but we sort of pushed it to one side. We didn't try to fix it. It doesn't look like... Because if we did try to fix it, then the fixing didn't work. Uh, because it's a fixable time. short term, though, Barry. Because uh, uh, no. if you take a look at... Uh, I mean, who can they bring in? Who we can say, you know what, is really good at opening the batting because yeah. we've tried all sorts of combinations at the top of the order. None seem to be working. They, they, they don't. And short term, no, it can't be fixed because we don't have anyone who can face a new ball. Uh, and uh, especially when it's coming off, uh, let's say express pace. But Vermeeken, yes, you see, he had a great game, but he's not even express pace. Yeah. He's not He's not in the pantheon of, of mm. top 10 bowlers in the world. So. But he, he extracted something from uh, those Aussie decks. And you know, they're always going to give you that bounce. Yeah. Uh, and so forth and our guys just even though it was uh, just a little bit of the military media from the Dutch uh, our guys still struggle have answers, yeah. Yeah, to have any answers uh, yeah and, and, and so short term there's no fixes but I think that uh, Dave Harden has proved that he's an astute leader an astute coach a thinking coach and I think that I hope that uh, him and his brains trust are thinking through how we can fix that because certainly our batting is, is, is absolutely letting us down right so Zimbabwe virtually eliminated and uh, there's no doubt that a lot of people out there are very disappointed. Let's go to our WhatsApp platform where the messages are coming in thick and fast. Hey all, this is plus four eight, so this has come from Poland. I hope I got it right this time. As this whole time I thought there were going to be quarters, then semis at the T20 World Cup, so we had hope of going through. These boys went as far as they could. They were never going to be in the top two of the group. Let's not lie to Mm. each other. Yes, that's something that we can admit before the tournament started. But once we beat Pakistan, once we got that point from South Africa, thanks to the weather, we had an opportunity to beat Bangladesh and to beat the Netherlands. And I I would like the guy who sent a message to tell me if we were not capable of beating those two sides. Because had we beat those two sides, Barry, right now, we would actually be looking at a, a, a situation where Either one of India or South Africa yeah. could possibly miss out on uh, qualifying for the T20 World Cup Certainly. because the results had gone away. Yeah, to, to, to our benefit. And and so, look, you look at it uh, from a perspective of what's on the ground. Yes, I agree with you, Mike. Before the tournament, would have said, nah, we haven't got a chance. But Bangladesh was there for the taking. We had beaten Pakistan. We When, when you take Bangladesh to the last ball... Okay, Bangladesh came and here and we beat them comfortably. We beat them comfortably. So, in truth... The games against, in fact, you and I, I don't know whether it was on air or off air, we had a discussion and we said we needed to target Netherlands and Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Those are the teams that we were likely to beat. We had written off chances against Pakistan, South Africa and India, but thought to ourselves, those two teams, yes, we can be competitive against and we can beat. That's before the tournament. So when you beat a Pakistan, you're really giving yourself a huge chance. Luck went our way with South Africa and then we failed to use it. Uh, Charles has got in touch. He says, hi, Team ZFM, loving the show. So disappointed with our loss today uh, down under after losing to Bangladesh. I knew our chance had gone. Our batting was just not good enough. Our side was too inconsistent. Enjoyed the Chevron's run, though. They made us proud. One telling statistic uh, from uh, today's match, Barry. Uh, 61, I think it was, dot balls. Yeah, there we go. Now, to put it into perspective... There are 120 legal deliveries yes. that must be bowled in a T20 international. Half. 50% of them were dot balls. That's yeah. unforgivable. It's unforgivable because let's say every 
one of every two dot balls it's turned into a run you're adding 30 to our total and all of a sudden it becomes competitive and defendable so uh, in truth I think we let ourselves down horribly uh, we yet again relied on one or two guys to, to show up the rest just were on the team bus for, for, the, for the fun of it and in truth we want we want a team that is able to perform as a team we've gotten out of jail too often we can't keep going on like this alright uh, so the permutations I can tell you Zimbabwe is all but gone I think right now they should be getting the team manager to book the earliest flight uh, home uh, after the uh, completion of course uh, of the Super 12 uh, stage uh, we could still reach five points uh, if we shock a tournament favourites India uh, in Melbourne on Sunday which is going to be a tough ask but our low run rate right now means that uh, it looks certain uh, that we'll miss out on the top two even if other sides have got the same points tally in Group 2 and then of course Zimbabwe will be eliminated tomorrow if South Africa beat Pakistan in Sydney I have a question Mike um, if we finish outside of the top four does it mean that we play the qualifier in the next World Cup uh, no we don't, uh, we don't. I think by, by making it into the Super 12 actually okay. We are guaranteed a spot at the spot. next World Cup. So, 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 so there was a, a prize uh, right, that we at right. least earned yeah. as a result of our earlier victories in the tournament. So, on the whole, yeah. it has actually been Success. a successful tournament uh, for Zimbabwe. Now, let's give you a quick update uh, as far as India, the team that we are playing on Sunday, is concerned. Virat Kohli became the leading run scorer in the history of a men's T20 World Cup as India saw off a superb onslaught from Bangladesh opener Leeton Dust to close out a narrow five run uh, courtesy of the Dutch with Lewis Method uh, at the Adelaide Oval and move closer to the semi-final. Kohli unbeaten uh, 64, uh, steered India to 184 for 6 but Bangladesh had looked on course for victory after racing to 66 without loss in 7 overs when rain, rain stopped play causing 4 overs to be lost Open and Leeton does hit a 27 ball 60 but his run out after the 50 minute interruption heralded a Bangladesh collapse uh, that uh, then saw them end on 145 for 6 what does it mean in Group 2? Uh, India have got six points. They lead the way. South Africa, five points in second place. Bangladesh have got four points. They're in third. And then Zimbabwe have got three points in fourth. Pakistan, two. And the Netherlands also have two points. And, of course, they bring up the rear. We're going to take a quick breather. And when we come back, we've got some more international sports news for you. This time, we're going stateside. And we're talking about Tom Brady and his divorce. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. Whether it's the NBA or NFL, the best of America on ZFM Sport. There are many who argue that uh, he should be right up there as the greatest athlete America has ever seen. But there are those who say Michael Jordan is the undisputed. And there are those that will throw in the likes of Tiger Woods as well. But there's no doubting that Tom Brady certainly is the greatest and most successful quarterback that America has ever seen. And he has opened up about his divorce from his wife of 13 years, Giselle Bunchen, saying that he's focusing on his 
family and football in the midst of a very amicable situation. When we talk about football here, we're not talking about soccer. We're talking about American football. Tom Brady, whose Tampa Bay Buccaneers have struggled with injuries and poor form this season, says dealing with personal issues in public is part of being a professional athlete. There is a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And obviously the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation. And I'm really focused on two things and taking care of my family and certainly my children. And secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home and all you can do is the best you could do. And that's what I'll just continue to do is long as I'm working and as long as I'm being a dad. Z. That's uh, Tom Brady. So we've established that Tom Brady is uh, arguably the greatest uh, quarterback that uh, the NFL has ever seen. And a lot of people are familiar with Tom Brady. He plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, for football fans or soccer fans here in Zimbabwe, is the team that is owned by the owners of Manchester United. Mm. And that is the Glazers. Uh, They've got an NFL team. Money from Manchester is actually funding uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers (laughs) more than it is Manchester United. But that's a discussion for another day. Now, he's married to this hottie. Uh, she's a Brazilian model. Yep. Uh, Giselle Bunchen. Yep. She's obviously of German heritage. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like Alison Becker, the yeah, yeah. Uh, Liverpool goalkeeper who is Brazilian but is a German. Um, now, tell us a bit more, Barry, about uh, Giselle. You know, uh, <laughs> we, we, we're calling her heavy. Yeah. Uh, where, where did she cut her teeth? Big, where yeah. did she find her fame? How did she make her money? Well, she's a supermodel, and uh, in truth, if if you if you at any point followed GQ magazine, Sports Illustrated, or any other magazine, isn't that, that one of your nicknames, Alois? <laughs> GQ, but it's not from that magazine. Oh, it's not, not from that magazine. <laughs> no, it's not from that Where's magazine. Where's it from? There? Where is it from? There? <laughs> it's from Gaza, Quincy. Ah, oh, one okay. out of no, for true, for uh, real. Also, it's for, actually an acronym. It's, just like, it's an yeah, acronym. Okay. Queen, yeah, Quincy is my childhood nickname, my street nickname uh-huh. when I was growing up. So it was my friends. I was, you see, the, the box cut, the uh, smiling box cut that I used to do, yeah. it was taken from Juice Quincy. Oh, Quincy and Juice. Okay. Okay. So ah. when, I, when they saw me doing it, they just started out. Ah, because it was a Quincy, popular movie okay, in the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, and but Gaza but, is the other name. But Ndirengi Engo is all because, you know, hi, my name is Quincy. Quincy. Yeah, there you go. It's a downside better than Actually, Actually, they were not calling, they were not even calling me they were calling me Q. Uh, Q. Ooh. 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 Anyway, let's, let's talk about Giselle, anyway, Barry. We're not talking about you. <laughs> okay, anyway, you right. okay. If you ever followed any of those magazines, you'll have seen Giselle. She's she's a supermodel. Uh, listen, she ranks among the highest paid in the world uh, for more than a decade in terms of being a fashion model. Uh, she has appeared in various fashion shows, including New York Fashion Week, uh, Victoria's Secrets, of course, which we all love. Uh, and apparently, she's actually wealthier than, than Tom Brady. Than Tom Brady because she's it's her estimated net worth is 400 meters. So he okay. married up. He married up because his estimated uh, uh, net worth and this we're using 2022 figures here. Uh, Tom Brady's estimated uh, net worth is 250 million. So he's a full 150 million. You see that PE maths mm. came out. You nailed it here. Less <laughs> than her. So in truth it, it, all, it all looked rosy though uh, or up until now because in truth 
what brought about this, Barry? Because uh, they were supposed to be a, a, a model mm. uh, for, you couple, know what, yeah. uh, a model power couple, couple, a power couple. Where did it go wrong for Tom Brady and Giselle? Mate, the, the story's coming out uh, about the tension between the two uh, stem from the fact that he retired and then unretired, and uh, she's a little bit unhappy about that. Mm. You uh, promised that, me. The story, yeah, you promised me, but it is... The story's not washing for me. It's not washing for me because there has to have been underlying beef that then ultimately... Then do, said, do they have the children? Straw. Sean, do they have children? They do. They, they do, do have indeed. two yeah, children. They, they have two children. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Tom Brady, in, in typical athlete fashion, has a, a child with another lady, uh, Br- uh, Bridget Moynihan. Uh, uh, Anna what, what do we do? To be I forgot I got it. We have an athlete. I'm just asking. Is it? Is it? It was as a spectator. It was a slight dig to say athletes can get busy. So, so yeah, he's got. He's got. He's got. He's got three kids. They've got two together. So clearly, look, there was tension about him going back to play. But for me, it's not what. Okay, now Alois, tell me. Listen, would you have ever considered hooking up with? Another high-profile individual, or did you actually over the course of your career? Nah, it's uh, it's, it's very tricky. I I never I never I never. Uh, you know, a puppy. Yeah, it was ne- no. Uh, How is Ezrom pulled the, it off, for example? No, when Ezrom yeah. did it, she oh. she stopped playing football. Ah. You remember? She retired yeah, straight she away. Retired straight she away. retired mm-hmm. straight away. Because it's, it, what is going to happen now is she's going to go to the Mighty Warriors camp. Ezrom is going to the Sundowns camp, Zimbabwe camp. Yeah. So it's like in and out, in and out. It becomes... Oh. It becomes a if your schedules are so hectic, it becomes a, it becomes a problem. And at the same time, especially if you're a sportsman, you you you, you go out a lot. So when you come back home, that's where you want to rest, when you want to relax and everything. So when you get there, the house is empty. You go out, the house is, it, it becomes hectic. I, I wouldn't want such a, you wouldn't recommend such a life. it. Barry, I, I wouldn't recommend Barry, it. Does, does insecurity become a factor as well as in these relationships? You know, especially for the man. We got a situation here yeah. where Giselle is earning a lot more than Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, and does that sometimes become a factor, especially in situations like that where the woman? is earning the cheddar and yeah, i believe yeah. it's one of the reasons why david beckham had to get his skates on yeah. after he retired yeah. and started to really push because you know what mm. he was married uh, to uh, that spice girl yeah victoria who, whilst he was playing football she was earning a lot more than he was she was indeed and then also just uh, prior to his retirement she started uh, doing all sorts of other deals she did the deal with land rover and mm. whatnot and now she's getting crazy paid so he certainly had to get his he skates put, on he had to put on his big boy pants, <laughs> yeah, his big boy pants he, he and get going Going, yes, insecurity comes into it, but I think that the case with Tom Brady and Giselle is 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 a little bit also uh, there. There's another element to it because yes, you ask about being a power couple, mm. but take note. Imagine being married to someone who's the object of the affection of possibly half the men in the entire world. <laughs> it's, so so it brings in more insecurities uh, that 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 load onto them. So 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 how does Serena Williams man handle it? Now uh, listen, we might have some Caucasian listeners right now, uh, and, and and I don't mean to offend, uh, but you know what? When a, a a black woman who's built like that, built like a house, you know, built built who's the object of desire uh, for 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 ninety nine percent of African men, 
you know, who like a bit of meat on oh, their bone. Uh, and oh, then God. she gets married by a white guy. Surely he's thinking, you know what, every time she's in the same room with LeBron James, yeah, uh, she's in the same room, she's thinking, you yeah. know, there, there's mm. a problem here. Yeah. How, how do you handle that? You, you, you have to... Uh, take note where the insecurity comes from I think that it comes from And listen, this sounds like a psychological uh, discussion But uh, in truth, it comes it comes from a place whereby You you have to be comfortable And your ego has to be able and flexible To live with that situation So it's it's different strokes for different folks It helps also when you've got a billion dollars to lean on yeah. <laughs> And you know that you're cool uh, After all, he's the founder of Reddit Yeah, I, I also think that uh, even the, the woman uh, she needs also to be aware of, of the insecurities that can come up mm. from that. So she also, needs to protect the man yes. uh, from those kind of insecurities. So she needs to act in a way that assures him all the time yeah. that not only he, it's okay, you know. But the moment she starts acting like cocky and everything, then it, it balloons. It, right. it goes out of proportion. It, 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 and, it, becomes, and then it, it becomes, becomes a problem. problem. Well, yeah. I can tell you, okay, some uh, sports power couples that are making it work. We talked about uh, former Warriors uh, midfielder uh, Ezra Nyandoro. Uh, and former Mighty Warriors captain Ruth Banda, they're still together. Mm, mm, yeah. uh, NFL player Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson uh, yeah. was with the Denver Another Broncos. Well. Uh, he <laughs> is married to Ciara, mm. uh, and they're still together, yep. making it work. Yep. Uh, then you've got, of course, um, Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. uh, and former NBA player Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade yeah. they're, making they're making it work. work they're still yeah, together. True. And then Anna Ivanovich, the tennis player, yep. is actually married to the former Bayern Munich and Manchester United midfielder. Bastian Schweinsteiger and they're still together and making it work so sometimes it does work it's it's about yeah. the people uh, ultimately uh, it's it, it there's no there's no formula it's, there's, it's, it. it's yeah. how they handle it and and how they get because listen you look at lala anthony and uh, carmelo um anthony they 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 broke up got back together and now divorced again uh so listen it's it's in and out again it's one watch yeah anzi is serena the only female athlete mike knows well she's the only one i know built like that no, and a, i challenge I you over the, the course house. of the next 24 minutes uh, to list down. I, 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 I think to, to, <laughs> answer, to answer as Mike's uh, advocate and lawyer, uh, I think, uh, yes, Serena Williams is not the only uh, athlete, female athlete that Mike knows, but uh, she's the only female athlete Mike cares about. Well put. Anyway, quick NBA update here, guys. Net star forward uh, Kevin Durant said that he was shocked when he learned of Steve Nash's exit as Brooklyn's decision was announced by the organization as mutual to part way with the former coach. Durant said he found out about the news regarding Nash around uh, after he woke up from a pre-game nap and watched ESPN on TV. Coming up, we'll take you around the world in 60. Quick breather with our play of the day and then we'll hit the fan zone. We'll read as many of your messages as we can before we get into the Champions League report. Hi, my name's Ryan Kins, Sunshine Tour professional golfer and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in Wales where New Zealand lock Brody Retallick has been banned for two weeks for dangerous play during last weekend's win in Japan where he was shown a red card for charging into a ruck and making contact with opposition number eight, Kazuki Himeno. 
And the Chiefs' lock will miss this, this Saturday's game against Wales and the fixture against Scotland next Saturday, uh, but is free to play again in time to face England six days later. In London, Mercedes wants to wait for a quite for a quiet time over the winter uh, to hammer out a fresh Formula One contract with Lewis Hamilton. Hammer time. See what I did there? A speculation about a move to sort an extension uh, was prompted recently when Hamilton made it clear uh, that he would soon sign again with Mercedes before uh, for beyond the end of 2023. And uh, we'll land in Texas where Iga Sriontek uh, showed why she is world number one and the hot favorite to win this year's WTA finals in Fort Worth uh, with a 6-2-6-3 dismantling of Daria Kasatkina. Uh, in the other, Tracy, in the other uh, side, uh, Tracy Austin, uh, group match of the day. Uh, Francis Car- Caroline Garcia beat American teenager Coco Goff uh, 6-4-6-3 to get off to a flying start. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. WhatsApp 0731168045. Right, and Vandaro, a quick reply. Guys, do you know Jade Cargill? And my wife doesn't even allow me to think about it. She says it's cheating. Well, now when I'm Googler, Jake Hogan, is she hot? She, listen, she's, she, she's a decent looker. Never but when we, when we talk about Serena Williams being built like a house, mm. listen, you, you can't compare. Who <laughs> you, you, like you may be Egypt Cherokee, Grand Cherokee. Ah, if, if Serena is a, is a, is a thing Stop Serena me. Williams is a land cruiser my friend you don't get bigger no, than that it's a thing. but anyway let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> right hands it Merka Ooh. Federer and Roger Federer power couple uh, okay okay uh, Merka, what's um, Bidi Agende? I get it Merka Merka who does tennis yeah, right? yeah Federer's wife uh, Bidi Agende uh, under tennis huh? No. Uh, Merka, what, what did she do? Professional tennis. No, Merka Federer. She's very good. No, Merka Federer. No, man. She's no. inspiring part. No. Yeah. yeah. No, she's. No. No. To me, she's a She's. Listen. I don't mean to say. I don't mean to say to my own mouth. She's a former. I mean, she didn't have a career worth talking about. They're just a tennis couple, those ones. That's that's what I think. Well, Anzi, well, guys, Anzi, when you love your job more than your family, you tend to lose the family. That's why uh, Giselle is hitting the road. The guy never wants to retire. Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf are the ultimate sporting power couple. That's 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 so right. Yeah, what a power couple. Yeah. Uh, Anzi Twende works in marriage. He makes the point there that, you know what, Giselle, it could just be a point. You know what, she's looking at this guy and thinking, you know what, football is what's important to him. Yeah, family is not as important. You've already achieved everything you want to achieve in this sport. Ochiri yeah. at this age, you know, he's not a spring chicken, Barry Tom Brady. He's, yeah, as, yeah. he's playing into his forties. I think I think Mike uh, maybe some some people then fail to understand and to understand their their partners probably like she 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 feels uh, disappointed or or uh, she feel she, she feels like he is not serious enough like you're saying because sometimes you need to realize what does she want 
in a relationship. Maybe she loves quality time and she waited for you to finish your time, yes. finish your career so that we can now spend time together. Is it a because their businesses were apart, they, they didn't spend a lot of time together. Is it a when walk away point though, guys? Is it a walk away? Because I think, I think he's going to play for a year. Can, he's going to play for a year. I, I, think, I think it is, Barry, especially if you, if you had agreed on certain timelines. Uh, yes. So someone has held on to this and sacrificed, exactly. right? And sacrificed um, for, let's say, maybe it's a it's a discussion you had 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Right? Say, we'll do this yeah, so you know time. what? When I reach this point, I am going to do X. And, and then you and, get and to that point. Around, and travel around and, the world. And, and, and then you, do, you don't do it. Yeah. No, but give me an extra year. I just want to have a farewell <laughs> tour. Uh, no, yeah. he doesn't want an extra year. He wants to carry on playing. No, and he's, play. only, he's only got a year. The bucks are woeful right now. <laughs> he's only got a year. Now nah, they keep on extending it like run gigs. Nyama Shisha has got in touch. Anze from where streets have no names. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, nice. As Zimbabwe, especially in team sports, invariably flatters to deceive uh, self as a doyen of trials and tribulations inflicted by various Zimbabwe sporting teams was laughing, uh, quaffing my uh, favorite golden liquid uh, or the quaffing <laughs> when <laughs> when funders started using tongue-twisting verbiage <laughs> about Chevron's chances of the semis. Listen, we all end this the hope that kills you. It's, yeah. It really is. And the, if it didn't start at a high, we would have been okay with this. The way you put it is yeah. perfect. It's perfect timing, Michael, because it's the hope that kills you. It's uh, it's that they take you to the mountaintop, show you the promised land, and then turn back and say, right, go back into captivity. Yeah, you can't get it. Yeah, Brian says you fall in love with the person and their passion. You can't expect them to change, uh, and you can't expect to change uh, them afterwards. Hallelujah. It's, not, it's, it's not about changing them. I, it, this is different from... You, if, if you understand year, the possibly. amount of involvement, uh, Barry, he hasn't even said he's retiring at the end of the season. He's going to. Yeah, no, he he, no, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He's, 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 he's not going to do we'll that. See what, happens what makes you think he's going to But he can't, go, he can't go for more but, than But two he's years, just okay. done already, but, but Barry. Uh, Tom Brady's how old, uh, Sean? He's 46. He's already past, Barry, a decade past what the normal American footballer, the career that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've already gone way past that, yeah. way past any expectations. And this guy just keeps on playing and playing. And so for me, this is, you this, is, this is different from you saying, you know what, I'm going to have a game. I'm going to yeah. carry on playing. Yeah. Like what, uh, let's, say, let, let's say Alois. Yeah. He loves football. Yeah. He plays social football. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. But this is NFL, where when you are possibly yeah. going to be away from your family sometimes for weeks on end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's the biggest yeah. problem. It's that's an, the biggest a, problem. He's, he's gone into a professional setup. But my deal is this, that... How's about understanding that I'm finding it hard to break away? Okay, I just want a year or two just to. No, no a year or out. two becomes could, three or four. Barry, it could. It can't. You will think he's not Benza. Come what, on, what, guys. What, 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 what we might, what, what we may not know. He's a Benza. What, what we may not know is that probably it triggered other things. That's they, what I. That's they, what they, I'm they, saying. The argument. Uh, the argument. Uh, into, into, into something else. As what if Jisau is the one who drove Tom to go back to football? Privilege Jamunga. Westgate has just sent us his name. Good evening to you, Privilege. Okay. We hope you are enjoying the Good show. Good evening, Privilege. Out in, in Westgate. And then we're going to uh, read. Uh, 
just uh, one one uh, more message here. Uh, Anzi, hi guys. My favorite power couple is Beyonce and Jay Z. I am Moses Kosote. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. All right, last night's result in the UEFA Champions League. Liverpool bouncing back from a wretched week, beating Napoli 2-0. Uh, Rangers and uh, Ajax result I'll give you mo- momentarily. Bayer Leverkusen 0-0 draw with Club Brugge. While Porto 2-1 winners over Atletico Madrid, consigning them to last in the group, not even going into the Europa League or Atletico. Uh, Bayern Munich 2-0 winners over Inter Milan. Victoria Pilsen uh, beaten by Barcelona 4-2. Uh, in Group D, Marseille beaten at the very death 2 2-1 by Tottenham Hotspur while Sporting Club of Portugal was beaten 2-1 by Eintracht Frankfurt meaning Spurs and Frankfurt qualify. Let's talk about Tottenham Hotspur now their captain Hugo Lloris uh, believes Spurs showed great personality in their victory against Marseille even though he conceded his side feared losing in the second half. We expected that type of game you know we, uh, we know the Velodrome is a very difficult place to deal with and uh, and I think we show great personality in uh, in the second half. You know, uh, we were leaded uh, by this good, good team, and uh, Clement scored a very important goal in France in front of uh, you know the French people. is important, uh, and he helped the team to to get back on track. Uh, and then the, the second goal of Pierre is just uh, so important, you know, to to confirm the the, the first spot of the the group. Uh, the voice there of Hugo Lloris, the captain of Tottenham Hotspur. It was looking very, very hairy in between there. Uh, it looked like Spurs were going into the Europa League. But right at the death, uh, Pierre-Emile Hoybier uh, getting that phenomenal goal that secured their top of the group and qualification. Yeah, sometimes in football you might say, ah, it was a, a win-win. Uh, you know, we don't want to say that it's a stroke of luck. But I, I, I think that uh, this, they, they, got, they, they got lucky. Uh, you know, to, to actually come back and score a goal that late, that mm. actually secures your place just like that, you know, is outstanding. I, I, I can imagine how ecstatic they were, but they, they look back and say, we almost we almost got knocked out here. Yeah. You know, I feel sorry for myself. I'm a Marseille fan. Mm. Uh, I feel really sorry for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been good for, for Marseille to, 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 yeah, to, to qualify to For the... that rejuvenation that is going on in France. Exactly. We've had this identical effect that uh, playing in the Champions League is having on AC Milan we're going to talk about them later but will on reflection will Antonio Conte at Tottenham Hotspur Mike uh, look at it and think to himself we dodged a bullet we need to fix something here yeah well to be honest we we know that Antonio Conte always sets up his teams uh, uh, in a certain way uh, and I don't think Counter he's going attack. to change uh, the way that he's going to play uh, he's going to carry on in that way let's not forget that uh, his methods have taken Tottenham to the top of this group Absolutely. Uh, and they've qualified for the knockout stages yeah. so whilst we may be critical about the aesthetics of his game uh, and his style 
style. Uh, but uh, to be honest, uh, right now, they're sitting pretty in the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. They've had a better start than they've had in years in England. And also, they're top of this group in the Champions League. We really can't criticise that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's been a decent start to the season uh, for Tottenham Hotspur. And Daniel Levy will be smiling because that means more money for him qualifying for the knockout stage. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> All right, so advancing the round of 16, your group winners and runners-up look like this out of Group A. Napoli and Liverpool qualify for the next round. Ajax slips down to the Europa League. League in Group B, Porto and Club Brugge go through to uh, the knockout stages while Bayer Leverkusen goes to Europa. Uh, Bayern Munich and Inter Milan go through in Group C and Barcelona uh, slides down into the Europa League while Group D, like we've just told you, uh, Sporting Club of Portugal, it goes into Europa and then qualifying for the next round of the Champions League are Tottenham and Eintracht Frankfurt. <laughs> CFM Stereo is untouchable. All right, let's talk about tonight, lads. Uh, in Group E, Chelsea takes on Dinamo Zagreb, while AC Milan take on Red Bull Salzburg. Uh, and it looks like this Chelsea uh, have uh, pretty much qualified uh, for the next round. AC Milan is in second. Uh, RB, uh, Red Bull Salzburg is in third on six points. Milan has got uh, seven points. And then Dinamo Zagreb is sitting on four points. So, all to play for for that second spot in this group. Top spot uh, is already decided, like I said. But Milan must avoid defeat to avoid being gazumped by Salzburg in the race for second place. That one is uh, delicately poised, isn't it? Uh, Alois, there's something to play for in this group. And uh, Red Bull Salzburg want to steal Bonzo. Yeah, it's everything to play for for them. You know, they obviously they want to go through to the uh, to the knockout stage as well. When you look at the both teams, it's still like it looks like evenly balanced. When you look at the performances of both teams at the moment, one point separating them, and they know each one of them, they know that a win will take them, will take will take them through. So this is actually going to be a thriller uh, in this group. It absolutely is, and of course Chelsea, like we said earlier, has a guaranteed top spot in Group E. So Graham Potter's side have little to play for, but bar perhaps. Perhaps uh, to gain some revenge uh, for the 1-0 defeat in Zagreb on match day one that prompted Thomas, Thomas Tuchel's uh, departure. In Group F, it's Real Madrid versus Celtic. Shakhtar Donetsk will be taking on RB Leipzig. Uh, Real Madrid, of course, has qualified. RB, uh, Leipzig, uh, RB Leipzig is in second on nine points. Shakhtar Donetsk is in third on six points. A draw at Celtic on uh, match day five has left Shakhtar in a position where they could leapfrog Leipzig into a Champions League slot. Uh, Leipzig will be sure of qualifying with a draw but after losing 4-1 at home to Shakhtar on match day one will know that they have a serious task at hand. Plus a win would also see them leapfrog Real Madrid uh, at the top should the defending champions lose against Celtic. So Celtic has something to play for Michael. <laughs> Real Madrid needs to avoid defeat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think uh, if you take a look at the situation, the Real Madrid knowing that uh, they have to win uh, because uh, they, there is a real possibility that they could drop to second in that group. So mm. they'll have to put on a very good performance. The good thing is that they're playing bottom of the group Celtic. Celtic, uh, yeah. A side that they should comfortably beat at the Santiago Bernabeu. If you just take a look at the two teams, uh, two squads on paper, yeah. uh, the amount of match winners that Real Madrid 
have in Karim Benzema, in Vinicius Jr., in the very underrated Rodrigo, who's been scoring a lot of important goals off late. Uh, you should think that uh, Real Madrid will have too much juice uh, for Celtic. Uh, but of course, uh, the, the, the big clash is that game uh, between Shakhtar Donetsk and Leipzig. Shakhtar and Leipzig, Donetsk yeah. must be commended. You're playing away from home. Yes. Uh, there is You're no home advantage yeah, because of the war in Ukraine, but they're still managing to put in some very good performances. It would be a very good feel-good story if they qualify for the knockout stages of the Champions League. Group G, it's Copenhagen who take on Borussia Dortmund and Manchester City will be taking on Sevilla. Erling Haaland has been ruled out of the Sevilla match, uh, but Group G is already settled with three points separating each of the teams ahead of match day six for City. That means a guaranteed seeded place in the round of 16 as group winners, while Sevilla are certain to finish third and drop they, down they, to the This for me, guys, what, mm. well, I think I once mentioned this one uh, about Haaland. Yep. He never plays an entire season. Season, yeah. Injury. Yeah, that's injury injuries, is what's going to yeah, make him struggle. Injuries are always the ones that sort of like hold him back. And so we, we can, talk, you know, there were people who talk about 50 goals. It's a possibility if he stays fit. Yes. And yes. he plays all the matches. But he always gets these niggling uh, muscle injuries, which means that he then spends sort of like two, three weeks on the sidelines. He comes back, he plays for seven matches, then he's out for another five yeah. matches. And that's the only thing that could derail him yeah. uh, from breaking all the records. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You see, his biggest problem is he always plays football at his highest intensity. Yes. Yes. And he's too yes. brave. Yeah. He gets into anything, he runs. Ah, yeah. yeah, I think that, that does. That, We're that watching does uh, the, the, the original Ronaldo all over again. He used to yes. play at the very edge exactly. and, 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 and uh, play at 150 k's an hour. In Group H, guys, Juventus takes on Paris Saint Germain. Maccabi Haifa takes on Benfica. Now, if you look at the permutations in that group, Juventus uh, are slipping down to the Europa League. If on the off chance that Maccabi Haifa gets a, uh, a result out of Benfica and Juventus fail to win against Paris Saint-Germain, they could be out of Europe altogether. It's been an it's underwhelming season, but that would be a disaster. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. A possible disaster right there. Yeah, a possible disaster for Massimiliano Allegri, who, in truth, seems safe. <laughs> I nearly said he's safe. And he's been true to his word. Uh, the results haven't been great. But he's still in the I think, I think ultimately he's going to be judged by uh, Syria. Uh, and in Syria, they just seem to have turned a corner. Mm. Uh, mm. I, I was surprised to take a look at the Syria standings. They actually have the best defensive record right. uh, in Syria. So he has fixed things at the back. It's now about getting Juventus uh, playing front football. I think a lot of their plans revolved around, first of all, two players that they brought in. Uh, Paul, Pogba Paul Pogba and yes. Angel Di Maria. What yeah. has happened to these two players? Paul Pogba. Yet crocked. to feature, he's crocked, he's gone. So there is no creativity in midfield. He would have brought that Angel Di Maria again, another one who's come in. Apart from injury, he's also been sidelined uh, by suspensions. So he's been stop start from Angel Di Maria. Uh, and those are the two players, I think, just from a creative point of view, that Allegri was counting on and he has been unable to do so for Juventus because the goal scorers they have. They do. Uh, yeah, Vlahovic, yeah. you know, uh, Kostic, those mm. players, uh, what's that, Milik, mm. uh, those guys score. But you got to have the creativity the supply, and the supply, supply Yeah, and the supply is sorely missing. And Massimiliano Lano Regri doesn't become a bad coach overnight. Guys, can, can, can I read one message here? Sure, Someone uh, sent us a message saying, Anza, Barry Bonds is one of the greats uh, in American sport. Yeah, the baseball player, the slugger. Yeah, the slugger. Uh, he is, but, but he, 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 he is a drug cheat. Yes, he's, you know, <laughs> so. His history, <laughs> let's say, is checkered now yeah. because of uh, discovery like of, Maradona, of, of drug of, use. Of, yes, of, like, of, of what he did and uh, at least Maradona you take a look at Barry Bonds so then do we also then talk about Lance Armstrong 
Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, we've got to. Because then we must ignore Lance Armstrong's cheating. Yes. And say that. Because the one thing I'll tell you guys about cycling is drugs. So this one needs to continue in the car park and we're going to do exactly that. As Barry Bonds was in court, Lance Armstrong was. We have to go. We'll catch you tomorrow. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. It is the cleanest, the clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such, such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that the arrogance thinks that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.